Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go, it's the Copy Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Cobike Podcast. Uh, we're not late tonight, obviously it's just been delayed because of the extra time, so anybody in the comments that wants says we're late this time, we're not. Um, obviously the usual gang here, it's Tim, it's Matt, it's Mick, it's Kabak and it's Phillips at the back as well for us, we appreciate it. Uh, before we really get into this, we just want to wish... Uh, Rui Patricio, all the best because that was a fucking sick, disgusting collision, um, and yeah, that's just horrible for any any athlete to go through that, mate. So, um, all the best to to Patricio for that. Um, sort of took the shine off a off a decent win for Liverpool, I thought. Uh, but you know, at, at the end of the day, <laughs> a player's health is more important than any football game. Um, yeah, so um, let's just get into it, Mick. Um, I feeling after that. Very happy, obviously. Like you said, the, the incident at the end takes a bit of a shine, the shine off it. But that was like scoring from the way we did, and just defending resolutely and keeping them out. And obviously, they had some great chances. They really did. But um, we 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 showed the the same form that we had in the Leipzig game, albeit we weren't we weren't as good. But attacking wise, like counter attacking, we could have scored quite a few more. And it was not. It was nice to see. Um, yeah, and. Some players who were just class night. I thought Trent was really good. I thought Phil- Phillips again, just an absolute fucking beast. And um, there was quite a few good performances tonight. So yeah, it was it was a good, it was a good little little builder onto the next game. And obviously, we needed to win tonight because we've got a massive break now. If we would have lost tonight, it would have killed mm. us off for top four wise, in my opinion. And it also yeah. would have killed us in terms of waiting that much longer for the next game. So it's nice to have that little cushion now, so we can. Go away, come back fresh, and then um, go. We go again after the uh, international break. Yeah, it's good. It's a it's a good point, um, Tim. Cole Cole's just put in the uh, the comments. The scruffy one nils are uh, always good, fellas. It's gritty. It absolutely is, isn't it? And I think that's what we've sort of needed, haven't we? In that type of um, result, haven't we, Tim? You know, because I mean, at the end of the day, we we would have loved to have went one four nil. You'd love to win five nil. You'd love to win six nil, but. Getting a gritty 1-0 like that, it, it, it feels good doing that because it shows that you've got the goal you needed, but also you've played the full 90 minutes or you know, 100 minutes there, but you've, you've stuck it out, you know what I mean? You've, you've really grinded for that result and it, that's, that's what we needed to see. Yeah, it's, it, it appeared to be the kind of like the character that we've been missing for a, for a while now. You know, that that's the kind of result that was, you know, it wasn't an, a, an easy one nil where it could have been five or six and it was it was all one way. You know, we, we still had to play good defensive football against a Wolves, Wolves team that were really, really up for it. They played some good football at times. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems it seems like if, if 
if we're able to do that more often, that we'll, we'll start to actually really make a, a, a push for that that top four position. But at the same time, we need we need to continue to to build on this kind of character building moment because if we revert back to now just kind of being scruffy and 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 not not being able to grind out a victory as we as we saw last year a lot, you know, we weren't exactly blowing teams out of the water four and five nil every game. There was a lot of one nils, two ones, two nils where you know we were coming back and a couple of last minute winners and, and all that kind of stuff. So it, it is it is good for me to in my opinion at least to see to see these guys be able to pull out a one nil where, you know, it wasn't all one way football and and you know, especially keeping that clean sheet was was a big deal and and, and that back line and, and Ali as well actually I think I thought he had a couple of shaky moments but was for the for the vast majority of the game superb again. All right Tim let fucking Matt have a go. Yeah sorry, sorry. Hell, tell you what. No, it's really good points, mate. No, you make you make some really really good points. Uh, right, Mr. Kabak, um, I want you to answer Tom Baker's thing for us. Still uh, nervous decisions on on another night could have gone, could have lost, but hopefully start to build from here. Yeah, I think um, Tom's got a really good point, and obviously Tim alluded to it then, didn't he, Matt? That there was sort of some shaky moments from from Liverpool. Obviously, there was the early thing with Allison and stuff like that, and that you know there was that sort of you could feel the nervousness in that first half, couldn't you? Yeah, there were some really sloppy passes as well going on in the midfield. Um, I remember a few moments where Thiago was trying to, to play back or, or Genie was trying to take a heavy touch to start a dribble, which has kept giving it away. Um, yeah. So it wasn't the typical Liverpool performance, but it's nice to see us able to win a match without playing well. Um, another day we probably would have lost, um, but hey, we, we didn't play well. We got the result. Like Tim said, we grinded it out and, and that's important, especially with this this big break coming up, we can regroup again. I don't think the players are, that we're letting the players go on international duty, or I don't think all of them are. Um, no. So that would be good. Um, yeah. But yeah, with the win. And I think for the first time this season, we've actually capitalised on the teams around us dropping points, which is good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, again, that's a really, really good point, mate. And I'm glad you just picked up on that because we said it there on the team news show that it was, it was so important that we do that. Uh, Mick, Brian Connolly's joining us. I hope Brian's got that big Peroni pint filled up again, mate. Um, Brian said, we get two wins on the trot with a clean sheet the same time we put Fabinho back in midfield and play two. Natural centre-halves, that is not a coincidence. Now, and Brian's not stupid. He's fucking spot on, isn't he, Mick? <laughs> he is. And I mean, Klopp talked about before the game saying if he would have put Fabinho back there if he could have earlier. I mean, he could have, but it would have been more of a gamble than it than now where he's kind of got Kabach and Phillips or the bottom two of your screen, those two. Uh, he's got those to a p- position where I thought Kabach was boss tonight. I honestly did. There was moments where his passing wasn't great, but there was a chance where they looked like they were through and he came out of nowhere and just nicked it off the feet, off, off the toe. And it's little things like that where Phillips again, just fucking everywhere. But it, yeah, it's having those two in good form, trying to strike a partnership up and having Fabinho back in there just hoovering everything up and then Thiago getting his fucking obligatory yellow card. Like we, we all knew it was going to happen. And then he got to. I'm going to start putting that on Sky, but I'm just going to start fucking <laughs> chucking a couple of quid on it. It's a guarantee, isn't it? Yeah. And then Martin Tyler's going, do you reckon that's why Thiago's got took off? Because he's on a yellow card. Fucking hell, Martin. <laughs> you're, in, you're in the fucking wrong job, mate. You haven't got a fucking clue. I don't want to fucking go. Do you know what, right? I, I, to prefer, I've, got to say, I've got to say thanks to Martin Tyler because before the, this game, I, you know, I didn't do very well at history. And I don't really know anything about about Liverpool and their history and stuff like that. So I've learned quite a lot tonight. I've learned about Julius Caesar. I've learned that Connor Cody used to play for Liverpool and never knew that. I learned that John Ruddy 
played against Luis Suarez and something happened. You know, and I, I learned that Wolves, you know, beat us in the cup. Um, I, I've learned loads tonight. It's been brilliant. Can who have used to play for Liverpool? <gasps> Fucking hell, yeah! I didn't know that. Yeah, that so, and unreal. Connor Cody as well. Connor Cody used to as well. You know, unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. And did apparently we had loads of injuries as well, and we can't win it all. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> fucking, he's the he is the best commentator going. <laughs> right, that's enough of that shit. Uh, Tim, let's come back to you. Um, our good friend, moving unit, game of Barn has said that. He thought the centre-backs were great. Manny a bit inconsistent over the game, but when he was on it, it did look dangerous. Uh, let's take the, the Manny situation there. I thought Manny was probably our most dangerous player tonight. He did seem like he really, really wanted it. I think he fluffed the chance, Tim. Um, I don't know about you. I think, obviously, when he's 3-1, one, 1-1, one, one, I think the Manny of last year chips Patricio there with a big grin on his face and walks away smiling. Um, there's obviously... the. There was a bit of a debate going, should he have gone down and all that sort of stuff. I respect him for not going down, to be honest. I think if you're going to go down, make the keeper go go down. It sounds really disgusting, that, doesn't it? You know, it's something like Mick likes to do quite often when it was just me and him on the podcast last year. Uh, yeah, well, look at him. He's gone red. He knows what I'm talking about. What, could, um, what were you going to say something else? Then? I was like, what, where are you going with this, Jay? You know where I'm going I'm with, it, with that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. See, So, Tim, uh, let's just uh, look on the Mane stuff, uh, first of all. Look dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Actually, he was probably almost threatening player when you you kind of got the feeling that he was he's getting back to that form where every time he picks the ball up on on that left wing, he's he's going to go past someone, um, and then create something or, or have a shot on goal. And um, yeah, he just he just needs to get his shooting boots on. I don't know what he's playing now. I don't know why he tried to go around the keeper. I think I I that's honestly when when he was through on goal, I was fully expecting him to chip chip the keeper with his left foot because that's what we've seen from Mane consistently forever now. Um, so when he tried to go around the keeper, I was surprised to say the least. Um, but yeah, no, he's uh... <laughs> but, and and the thing that winds me up now, right, is that and, and I, I, well, <laughs> um, he's. He's he's gotten to this side, but I don't know if the media's got into his head because they went through a phase where all they did was call him a diver and talk about how easily he's gone down. And there's now three or four times where I've just thought to myself, just I know it's respectful and I, I respect him for it and stuff, but just go down. I just go down. That's not how the game's played these days. As much as in the mid two thousands it was completely unacceptable and all this kind of stuff. That's 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 what the game's like today. And why why play to a disadvantage at this point? Because at the end of the day, if he goes down there, the keeper's got his hand on his foot. It's a penalty. The same with the Newcastle one. If he goes down, it's a penalty. And at the end of the day, you're just taken away from from Liverpool. That because as as much as people can call you a diver and stuff, we get a penalty. That game's two 0 It's more comfortable. And listen, yeah. if that's if that's a Man United player, they go down as a penalty, and we sit there and go, "Oh fucking hell, Man United another penalty." But at the end of the day, that's 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 the way the game's trending. So he needs as as much as look. Obviously, still, I prefer the game to be played like that, but unfortunately, it's not. So play the game how it is being played, rather than how everyone else would like to see it being played. So yeah. 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 Right, well, next, next, next time we see your bird, mate, we'll tell her she, she needs to go down. Um, uh, Tom O's back on Facebook, mate. Hopefully, the last two wins will be great as the international break. The players haven't got that burden of where we will get that next win from. Positive thoughts. Now, only five points from fourth. Now, yeah, mate, kids, uh, that sort of changed it a little bit now, hasn't it? It's changed our outlook. Like I said, we can, I mean, I wouldn't say you can enjoy the, the league table given how we've experienced it the last couple of years, but going into the international break now, we can sort of look at like the last sort of 
last part of the season now and be like, it's possible. Yeah, and it's, when you look at, you've got Arsenal away, and then we've got Villa at home, Leeds away. So we've got we've got some tricky games, but there's a big gap now, and there's there's only the fact that we're only five points off fourth for me is amazing. The fact that we, we lost six in a row at home, we should be nowhere near any of these teams. We should be we should be far 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 gone. But uh, the fact that we're still in in there and we can quietly rumble along like like tonight, we picked up a win. Play play quite well, uh, and we and we can just take that on. We just need to keep keep our feet on the ground as long as we as long as we get no more injuries. Yeah, that's yeah. it's it's hotter and and Naby Cater and just options off the bench. And I th- you know what? I thought Ox was good when he came off as well tonight. That was the first time I thought fucking Ellie looks really really sharp because other times it's second touch has been a tackle when he's come off off the bench recently. And tonight I thought he's done he's done quite well. So uh, just having options yeah. like that off the bench where you know that. In training, they're doing the same thing, pushing them and pushing them to, to be the best they can be. Otherwise, they're worrying about they're not going to get the place in the team. So, just need to keep that, and hopefully, everyone comes back from international break free of injury, and we can and we can quietly go about our work after that and just fucking fucking jinx it now. Fucking jinx it. There's no need for that. It's happen anyway. Go. <laughs> don't fucking need to say that. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, just going to go into the comments. Uh, Martin Barton, Kabak, and Phillips did well. Hope they stay fit and build a relationship. Listen. These two have been doing well for us for a long time, Martin, so it's no fucking surprise that these two are doing very well uh, at centre-half. Um, Carl Cole said, as the, as the tone of our own angries, I fucking love that. Uh, Yuki's watching as well, all the way from uh, Orange County in California. Good evening, mate. Good morning to you as well, of course. Um, hopefully, you, you know, you're getting up early for that one, mate, and it was worth it this time. Uh, Compartis as well, as well as sucking up to Mick in the comments, he's also said that centre-back's looking good. Absolutely, I think it's really important that, that that's happening. Uh, I know you're laughing. Carl, I'm always fucking laughing, mate. Absolutely. This is a good stat, actually, that came up in the game. Uh, 70 shots and only two goals. It was fucking shocking when I saw that in the corner, which Martin Tyler very politely put out for us as well. Uh, and he's all hack as well. He's, we need a centre-back p- partnership until the end of the season. And hopefully we can get top top five, top four even better. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ben's back in as well, saying Martin Tyler's way, his way past it. Absolutely. Cole said that Mick, uh, that you really like uh, Martin Tyler. That, that that look says it all. Uh, Steve Williamson is back on YouTube, mate. Nice to see you tonight, mate. Nothing wrong with winning ugly boys. Fucking too right, mate. Work to be done still, and shooting boots need to be found, but we'll take that. Get McCoy in Tyler, take his retirement. Absolutely, <laughs> give me right. Ali, Ali McCoy and Clyde Tills like, all fucking day. Yeah. Uh, Chris Kelly obviously touched on from what you said before, Mick, about all the yellows Thiago's picked up tonight was acceptable. He was bombing around and breaking up play. Yeah, um, okay, we might as well touch on it now. Let's just get Thiago Cam up and running for Mick. And um, while we're talking about Mick, take it away for Thiago Cam. I was just, I was just going to say we mentioned. What was you looking uh, at when you looked down? Then I said Thiago Cam, and then you looked down. Just, just making on? sure I've got my kex on still. <laughs> no, I'm surprised you mentioned uh, Martin Tyler, uh, not Martin Tyler. Fucking um, Clive Tilsley and didn't do a little um, plug. If if Tim's got his plug there ready, have I got a plug? Yeah, I got one. Mate, do you mean? Oh, there we go. Do you mean our uh, our fabulous interview with Clive Tilsley that is live on our YouTube channel right now? That was done last year. <laughs> absolutely. Um, if you want an emotional uh, interview with Clive Tilsley with me and Mick, oh. it is absolutely incredible. One of the best we've ever done. And there's my cheap plug for the night. Thank you very much, Tim. Uh, Carry well, on, well. Michael with Tiago. You're welcome. Cam. Thought he was boss again. Honestly, thought he was boss again. Uh, probably should have got booked earlier, to be honest. You got lucky with, with the club. I think he got booked on his third foul, but the second one, that took the piss. He should have got a yellow, but 
He didn't because he's a beautiful bastard and he passes the ball better than anyone else in the world. So, uh, yeah, he was, he was good and then he came off and he was like, why are you bringing me off? But that's what he basically was thinking and it was like, well, mate, you're fucking three seconds away from getting sent off. So, but yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. Was, he was good again tonight. It's him having Fabinho on the team, It like people saying it, it unlocks Thiago and that's literally what it does because it allows him to go forward, get close to the fucking strikers and cause mayhem, and he does the dirty work as well. He's still getting in there, like little clips around the corner and getting his foot into challenges and breaking up play, even trying not to give away too many fouls, and I think he's getting better at that. But, um, yeah, as Steve Ello says, Tiago Alcantara. There you are. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm love that. I haven't even got yeah. my Tiago shirt on. Fucking hell. I know, yeah, copper is going to be fuming. Crawl from up your bum again. <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. I want my James Milner t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, ben Priest come up with a really good one and fun fact. Motson and Tyler are the same age and Motson retired in 2008. Exactly. Go out when you're on top, when you're still in demand. You know what I mean? Tyler years ago was great, but yeah, I don't know why we're getting so obsessed with me. Just, it, it's so annoying. It's just really annoying. Every time you just want to like, just fucking mute that bastard. Um, we could always watch a, a watch along, but you know, we don't really want to do that either, do we? Uh, so Matthew, I'm going to go come to you for your man of the match. Who do you think it was? Uh, I think Trent played really well. I think it was either Trent or me. Um, <laughs> I think Phillips did really well. As well but I'm going to go with Trent because uh, a lot's made about him not being very good defensively, but I think he, he marshaled Pedro Neto really well tonight. And he was really good going forward also, so uh, I'll go Trent. Yeah. Um, Tim, I just want to look at the, uh, the Kabak situation as well. I know uh, Mick put in the group earlier about what do we think of Kabak and his performance. I know we touched on the centre-back partnership, but I think like individual performances tonight. Um, you know, obviously we know that they work well together, but I think Kabak is he's really coming into his own now, isn't he? Really, you know. Hopefully, I'm not fucking jinxing that, but I think he's he carries on like this, then he's really got a good shout of us uh, taking that option to buy him if we want to. Yeah, I think he's he's certainly looking more and more comfortable the more he the more he gets time on the pitch. It's 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 very obvious to see that he's and especially now that he's he's been able to build a little bit of a relationship with Phillips, they're starting to look more and more comfortable. They're looking less and less shaky. I know their passing wasn't great today, but I think Wolves aren't aren't a particularly high pressing team, and I think they found themselves with more time on the ball than they were expecting. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I think he's he's been brilliant. I think he's again he's just looked better and better, and he seems to be adapting to to Premier League play. He's he's been the two games he's had in the, or the game he had in, in the Champions League. He's he looked comfortable from the outset. I think that he's at, I know he was playing a German side that he played before, and that was probably you know good for his confidence. But he's his his Premier League his his ability has been. He's been showing more and more of it as as the games have have gone by. So, yeah, he's he's certainly looking promising. It's 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 a good sign when it's hard to remember that he's twenty. That's that's yeah. certainly a good thing. He's not made any naive mistakes as of yet in in the past weeks or any any anything that he's doing consistently wrong. He seems to be cancelling out more and more negatives in his game week in week out. He's he's clearly got that recovery pace. He really impressed me getting back, you know, and, and poking that ball away in in the last minute. Cause I thought, oh fuck, here we go again. But yeah, he's 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 really really impressed me actually. And I, I I'd say that he he'd probably be a bargain for for eighty million at his age. And if he continues to progress like this, and hey, listen, he's going to be training with Idol in no time. Hopefully, and obviously <laughs> that's that's certainly a, a good guy to be looking up up, up to and, and taking tips from. So, I I, th- I think that he's he's certainly one to watch, and and hopefully that we can we can do some business in summer that allows us to to keep him on. Sound. Who's your man of match then? 
I'm actually going to go with Andy Robertson. Oh. Um, I think I, I think he did fairly decently on Traore, and for me, he's the biggest handful Wolves has to offer. And, and I thought he did a job on him tonight, so good on him. You know that he's Traore has always caused us problems with his pace, and and there's a couple of times where Andy Robertson read the run, got in front of him, and and ha- ended up having Traore foul him. So yeah, I, I think he was superb tonight, and, and gave us something going forward too. So very well justified, mate. I like that because a lot of people have obviously got. Not thought about that today, given the performances of Phillips and and Kabak. Uh, so it's a good shout, Mick. Um, I really liked the way um, Phillips uh, played again today. In other words, the whole thing on the team news about was you know is is there too much hype around him and stuff like that. But again, another solid performance. And you know, Chris Kelly, uh, he he thinks he was man of the match. Ben Priest thinks he was man of the match as well. Um, I, I, for me, I just like there was like one massive clearance where he was like nearly on the deck when he cleared like a volley it was like the last two minutes of the game and he just fucking cleared it away and I just thought that is just exactly what we want from a centre-back and we've got to forget he's he's 24 years of age so he's getting to, to quite a seasoned age now isn't he but you know again he you know did himself all the favours in the world tonight didn't he Mick? Yeah, I mean, he's it, it's Carragher like the 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 type of clearances he does, and he like there was one where it got clipped over his head, and he you could see he done he had a little glance behind him, and he got the fucking little touch on of his off his head on on his head onto it, and it diverted it away. But it's the little things like that where he's he has got that awareness because he's he's old enough, he's played in he's played in good leagues, he's he's come back, and he didn't ever expect he playing fucking our first team probably, but he's got his chance and he's he's grasped it, and I think. We've said this a couple of times. He's getting better with every game, but he he literally is like he was better again last night than he was the previous game. So it's yeah. I mean, we're I don't know if we're putting him on a pedestal or whatever, but he, he is literally <laughs> our savior at the minute because he's just there. He's solid. He's passing on the balls, underrated. He puts his head in anywhere, and I mean literally anywhere. There could be an oncoming train with the footy on fucking t- attached to the front, and he put his head in just to get it away. He's just absolutely oh. terrific. And to be honest, I'd. I, yeah, it'd be him for man of the match. I think I thought Kabak was good, but I think I think it'd be Phillips or Trent for me. I think Robbo was good against Adamatrori, and that's no mean feat because Adamatrori is fucking unbelievable. But I think his passing is quite, especially first half, was quite lax. So I think either Trent or Phillips for me, they were they were really good tonight. And I think up against Neto, Neto, who's, who's really <laughs> Wolves' key player, isn't he? I thought Trent done really well against them really well obviously he got turned a couple of times by his pace but he was always there running back full pelt like he ne- he, he didn't used to do he used to kind of labor back didn't he because he knew we have van dyke yeah. and sweep sweep up for him but now he runs back full speed and you can see that uh and it's yeah it's it's nice to watch that having a solid right back who's good defensively and, and he also got a wand of a right foot so yeah i think trent might shade it for me just just purely for that because how good he handled neto tonight fair enough mate okay we got there I like that. Um, so, just as uh, I was just say, could you be any more sitting on the fence with the fucking spikes up your ass? Um, but I love it though, mate. It's hard. I love it. The thing is, it's it, it's been nice difficult problem. to choose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the point I was trying to make. I wasn't being a prick. <coughs> um, yeah. 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 So, uh, Chris Kelly, uh, Matt, has come up with a really good one, uh, which we obviously we didn't touch on. We should have touched on it closer, but it's a good shout. Um, thoughts on Alison punching, not catching, and a possible pen. It was a pen for, for Chris. So, first of all, yeah, I do agree on the whole, he could have caught that ball, but he punched it instead. Maybe confidence is low there, uh, Chris, which I, I agree with you there. But, Matt, let's come to you. Uh, we'll just go around the room quickly. Matt, was it a penalty for you? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I'd shout for that if, if, if that happened to Salah. 
Yeah, I suppose I, I probably would as well uh, in one way. But then in another way, I could see it not being a pen because like it's the momentum that's took Alisson into him. But then was there a slight arm in Alisson trying to stop him from getting past and all that? And for me, a penalty is like, is it a goal-scoring opportunity? And oh, it's just there's so many interpretations of the rules. I, I'm with you, Matt. I'd be fucking screaming for it if it was. But then from my side, I'm like, nah, fuck off. Tim, one, was it a pen for you? Um, put it this way, after after the Trent one against Everton, pretty much everything is a pen at this point. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that was probably more of a pen than that one, than the Trent one. So I, I have to go with yes, because off, based off of the history of what's been given this season, you'd, you'd have to say that if, if VAR did review that or the ref had initially given a penalty, they probably wouldn't have overturned it. So Yeah, fair yeah. enough, mate. Good shout. Mick, for you? Uh, I'm just trying to think if it was two like neutral teams and I saw that I'd be thinking that's a bit soft for a pen. Honest, that that's the honest opinion for me. And but then, like Tim said, there's the the standard of penalties is just fucking nosedive. So probably was, but in terms of any other season where a penalty should be actually like a foul in the box, then I, I don't think yeah. it was. But we're yeah. fuck it, we're, we're fucking due one, aren't we? Go on, Matt. Sorry. There's a lot more contact there than when Robbo kicked Danny Welbeck, wasn't there? Oh, God, yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. Especially Absolutely. when he took, like, two steps before he fell over as well. That was just... <laughs> Matt, well remembered, though, mate. I forgot about that. But, yeah, we're fucking G1, aren't we, boys? So, even if it was a penalty, thank Christ that the fact that it wasn't ours, anyway. Um, they didn't... They, I do said there. Uh, they didn't get it, so... There we go, goal score win. Absolutely, yeah, it's true. Um, Rafa's pals come in with one, which I I don't even want to touch this one, and I I, I don't even want to think about it. If we had to sell one of the throat free to pay Mbappe or Haaland, who would you sell? Now, I refuse to answer that question because it scares the shit out of me. Does anybody else want to take that question, or, or would you want to take it in the summer instead? <laughs> Diva Carigi. Yeah, it's something I just don't even want to think about at the minute. Fucking hell. I just, I don't know. Mick, have you got any thoughts on that? Because I couldn't, I just don't answer it. None. None, to be honest. Uh... <laughs> Tim? <laughs> Diva Karigi. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll probably look at that a bit more. Cop Artist could put two things in. Cop uh, Artist said earlier that Rui Patricio is talking. Uh, and he's he's stable as well, which is which is fantastic news. Uh, and he's also put that according to Clock. That was a dirty three points. Absolutely, we love a bit of dirt. Absolutely. Um, Samuel's back in. Phillips has nothing to lose. He plays all in. Deserves his place next in next season squad. Yep, yeah, I would agree with that. So got two years left on his contract, which is obviously a lot of people are overlooking at the minute. So um, you know it'd be good to to, to tie him up. I think as as that extra, like Matt said, um, Tomo, uh, Allison panicked and the defence gave him space to catch it. It was a pen. He should have caught that. Uh, as he did call as Phillips left it for him. And that, yeah, to be fair, I did see that call um, and it must have been a shout from Ali. So I trust Tomo. Tomo's an ex-keeper, so I'm uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe what he says. Um, so Ben's just fucking throwing in uh, the nah. curveball. I think, he, I think nope. he's at... Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't, you can't be saying that around Matt, Ben, because even when no. Firmino's out injured for six months, he still thinks he's going to score 34 goals. So <laughs> you're going to have to come to Matt on this one. We defer, we defer to Ramirez. Go on, Matt. Do we get a Bobby cam? Nah, <laughs> nah, not Bobby. Uh, he stays. I think. I know you're you lot of cowards. I'll I'll, I'll give one to sell. I'd sell Manny. <laughs> you'd, you'd sell Manny. <laughs> yeah, I think my, my affinity ben. for 
know is well known. What have you done? <laughs> what have you done here? Ben, ben Priest is just fucking throwing in a bomb. Matt's pissed off. Calling us soft. Fucking hell. Um, that's a good idea, though. We'll enjoy a Keep Sell Loan podcast. Let's fucking definitely do that. We like that. We like that. Uh, ben will come back with a reply in a minute to you. Um, uh, Collybags, uh, Diogo Jota's 47 touches, five in the box, 20. Fucking hell, Col. What have you done there? Swallowed the fucking Opta Index there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> over the club in 21st appearance. Salah took 16 appearance. Mane 24 and Firmino 42 score first 10 goals. That's a that's a fucking. I tell you what, Carl. I'd stand up if I could be asked, but that's that was that was really good. Yeah. I like that. I like that. But it's a really good point, isn't it, Mick? The fact that um, Diogo Jota has that much of an impact so well. I mean, that would have been a lot earlier if it wasn't for his injury. Of course, the, the the run that he was on before um, before that injury was was terrific, and it's just like that goal tonight. I thought I thought it went out for a a, um, a corner. That that's how that's how mad yeah, it was. So did I. That, that the the shot couple with Martin Tyler just being the boring bastard that he is. Oh, Liverpool have scored. It's like, has, have we scored though? <laughs> and then I saw Hotter running over to Man. I was like, oh, we have scored. Fucking hell! But uh, yeah, he's 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 like a. To quote a Harry Redknapp start uh, quote, he's a he's a breath breath of fresh air. He's a, he's he's <laughs> absolutely fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to plug Adam Farley here, boys. I'm trying to get him back on the pod. Uh, he's boss. He takes. He, he's direct. He runs with the ball. Oh, Matt loves it. Matt loves it. Uh, yeah, he's direct. He runs with the ball. He makes runs the other three don't, and he 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 takes shots on from angles that pe- that they don't. And 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 sometimes if you hit a hard and low, Thierry Henry said in the in, in the in the uh, studio, you hit a hard and low, you've got a chance of it going in. And he he takes those chances. I think where it's the odds are probably against you, and it it, it goes in. So it's it's credit to him. It's credit to the, the work that he does. <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. You've killed him. You've killed him. Anybody want to jump in for Matt? Just uh, you know, uh, click the link. Um, Carl's putting. Carl's putting. We're not selling anyone. So who are we buying? Name three potentials ex- excluding Mbappe and Haaland. Carl, I'm going to put it back to you, mate. I want you to chuck uh, three names in the comments. So if anybody can chuck. Three names in the comments um, instead of Mbappe and Haaland because, uh, let's face it, they'd be hard to get, won't they, at the minute? But um, I can't believe you've even typed Weffa Fresh Air as well. The fuck is that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, Rafa Spell said when Bobby plays uh, very well, so do the Redmen, which is which is re- a very, very good point. Um, uh, next game is 4th of April. A nice little break for lads. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the 4th of April for our next game. And that's my son's third birthday as well. So. Yeah, looking forward to that day. Um, uh, Cole obviously says the number nine. We've had this discussion before, haven't we, Mick, about uh, Torres and stuff like that and how it's like Jota is reminding them finish-wise of, of, of Torres and Fowler and stuff like that. But it would be nice to, to bring in a number nine, wouldn't it? You know, and we, we had this conversation with Marcus, didn't we, on the previous show about changing the formation, didn't we? Oh, fucking hell, I'd love it. I would love a Haaland or an Mbappe, but I don't know if we're living in dream world. But if you just think of having the likes of Hotter and uh, Mane and Salah and Firmino and a number nine, and you and you oh. you can oh. choose between them, and you can just rotate them. 
Fucking hell, it could be it could be really filthy. I'm going to say breath of fresh air then, just 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 for the laugh. Carl is Carl's just you know he's just touching nerve for me there. That's that's not a nerve he's touching. That he's touching a nice nerve there because Carl knows how much I love Danny Ings, um, and I was just absolutely devastated to see him leave. So yeah, I I yeah I think getting rid of Danny Ings was a mistake for us, but. You know, we live in there, but you never know. You never know what could happen. I could see Danny coming back. That beautiful bastard that he is uh, could come back. But it, it could be a good shout because I think, like, like we said with Marcus last uh, the other day, didn't we, mate? Was like, there's so many names out there that clock could unearth. Is it not being so? Like, Tim, I'll throw this on you. Why these two are fucking giggling? Because I'm not getting anything out of these two at the minute. Um, Tim, we could, we, you know, there's lots of potential to talk about selling uh, one of the front three. Um, isn't there really? So, what are you two got gasping on about now? Uh, <laughs> what are you fucking giggling at? I'm honestly laughing it's, at Matt because it's hilarious. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Tim. We're just, we're just going to knock these pricks out for a minute. Okay. Yeah. So we're just going to just going to leave them to it for a minute. We'll just get rid. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I'll tell you what's a good job we don't fucking pay for, people don't pay for this content do they um, so let's Tim I'm coming back to you with this so Tom was putting it's realistic if you sell Salah to PSG and Mbappe the other way now that's not I don't think Tom was saying that Salah is something somebody he wants to sell but Tim how do you see the strike the striker situation going in the summer first First of all, do Liverpool need another striker? And two, what who do we go for? What's your option, if any? Um, it's hard to say that you would get rid of any of these front three currently, just because they've proven at every level that they are capable of winning a Premier League, capable of getting to a Champions League, getting to a Champions League final, winning a Champions League final. You know, beating all the best teams in in the in the world. You know, we beat Bayern Munich. You know, we've we've beat Barcelona. We you know we beat all these teams. It's so it's hard to say. Oh well, let's replace the front three that we know have will have had success against all these teams. And although they've had yes a down year, or at least for for Mane and Firmino, what's been a down year. It's hard to just all of a sudden turn around and go right. Well, it doesn't work anymore. I'd like to see them. Kind of, you know, again, I I don't think we replace a striker this season. I think we probably bring in another backup. I think we probably, if if in my opinion, get rid of Origi and Shaq and pull in another backup. I would like to see someone the likes of, and, and I've mentioned this to you guys before, someone like Ollie Watkins who brings something completely different to the side. You know, a big physical centre forward who's a bit more of a, you know, a, a proper number nine who you, you're not going to have to break the bank for and is another English man for the squad. So you're, you're not overdoing your quota of, of foreign players, yeah. um, especially because, you know, you never know if Milner's going to retire or if, you know, if we're going to sell Ox or, so we, we might need to bring an Englishman. And for me, Ollie Watkins is, is a budget version of, of Haaland and, and, Mbappe, who's you know obviously not not of their quality, but at the same time is someone who would I think be happy to sit on the on the bench for Liverpool, play a big bit, play big games, chance for a Premier League title, play 
Champions League football within the year or maybe even next year, depending on how the rest of the season goes, and genuinely offer a goal threat. And for me, that's probably the way to go. Again, I, we've we had discussion on the on the on the last pod, and we we talked about how I would probably. Um, I think Liverpool will probably benefit more from strengthening the squad as to thinning it out and then bringing in one more big name. Um, I think that we have enough quality on in the starting eleven to win a win a Premier League and to win a Champions League, regardless of of adding another big name to it. So I think it's more important for this side to start. You know, if we're going to start kind of pushing the success, you know, through and through and 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 being more consistent to to strengthen the squad rather than adding a big name like Haaland and Mbappe. Don't get me wrong. If you can and you don't have to get rid of any of the front three, you do it because they're all world talents, and who wouldn't want to have them on their on the, on their team? But for me, it's again, I the, the one I think more more in demand than a centre forward or, or or getting rid of the front three. I think we need a backup for Fabinho because if that if we're going to play like that every time he's injured and we don't have a defensive midfield to fill in that gap, then we're going to have problems because. If he if he's the next guy to get hit with the injury bug, then we're going to have issues. So I think that it's more important to bring in and strengthen other areas of the of, of the side. You know, I think that we will still be fairly efficient going forward, regardless of who we bring in or who we get rid of this summer. Yeah, no, it's a really good point, mate. And like I said, there's there's loads we can talk about on that, and it'll um it'll get it'll get even more juicier as the the transfer window looms. And obviously, depending on how we perform in the league for the rest of the season and it remains to be seen whether we end up in Istanbul winning number seven. That will uh, lay claim to whoever we go and buy and looking at our options as well. There'll be lots of factors in that as well. Um, but obviously, Matt, I just want to come to you before we finish uh, and Mick, but we, I want to just uh, chat first about the international break. Obviously, now we're, we've we've got what we set out to achieve before this break finish where we got the we got through in the Champions League. We can pay attention to the draw on Friday. Um, and then it is Friday, isn't it, Mick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right there. yeah. Uh, so, um, Matt, I think this is just a, a good time for Klopp, the team, just to get a well-earned rest, switch off, forget about that that section of the season now, and just come back stronger and just think, right, final part of the season now, let's just kick on and fucking smash it. Yeah, um, can't really say more than what you've just said there. They get time to regroup. Um, Winning ugly today uh, do them lots of favours because I think we played very well against Leipzig and then we didn't play very well today. So it's two contrasting victories, um, which will do good for the confidence of the lads that they know they don't have to play well to win, which is something that we did during the, the title win as well. Um, so, yeah, they can regroup. If you've seen the, the training videos, they still look like a, a good unit. Um, I don't think that was ever in doubt. But um, like I said, I keep saying time to regroup, time to, to, to look over the losses, improve, uh, just... Get, get the chemistry going again, get the injured players back up to speed, uh, get some more training under Nabby's belt, under James's belt. James, I don't know him. Yeah, Milner. Um, yeah. Uh, get Yotta get in, get, get Bobby back as well because he's not the worst one out of the front three despite some comments in the section. Um, <laughs> get him, Ben, get him. Uh, <laughs> and then I look forward to seeing a, a front four when we get back. Well, that's a good. That's a really good point you've just made there, Matt. And Mick, what we'll do, we'll just finish on Tomo's question because he just said, "What a question to finish on." And if I ignore him, he'll just text me and give me a kick up the arse. Mick, you could do this one. When they're all fit, who drops out for Jota, or does he keep his place in the side? Uh, 
I think the easy answer is Bobby, isn't it? Really? Uh, don't do it. But it is. It is, though, isn't it? Sorry, mate. Whatever you're saying is not important, and I'm muted him. Yeah, it, dep- it depends, because if, if, if we're playing against the, a low-block side, then you think Hotter will be better, because he's more direct. And I think against the teams who are more expansive... Bobby might be better because there's more space for him. So, um, and I think that's why Bobby's had a bit of trouble against recently against these lower block sides who aren't. Yeah, there we go. Marcus agrees with me. <laughs> Matt is going to leave the cop eight and go and fucking live in a cave. If he's, if he's <laughs> 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 uh, are they really comparing him to Ringog? No, he's fucking joking. He's not. Come on, Ben, come back with something else. This is ben, you be joking. No, seriously, no. It, 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 the easy answer is Bobby. You, you want you want to see everyone wants to see Hotter, Mane, and Salah as as a front three. That 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 that. I think that's. Would, would everyone agree with that? If if you if you're playing full strength, you want those three. I play devil's advocate on this podcast. I don't have to answer shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tim. What, what would you? What, I think, what would you I think full strength. Full strength is uh, Tiago and and Fabi in a pivot, and then you put uh, Bobby in the ten. Yeah, so you drop, you drop you drop Hendo out the side. Uh, Hendo's injured. Oh wow! Well, oh, well, I thought you meant full, full strength. Oh, no, full strength. Full, full squad. Yeah, full squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't think. Hypotheticals. Um, I work. <laughs> <off that. laughs> I, I'm, I'm hiding behind this book because I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. Chris, yeah. Chris agrees with me. Yeah, here we go. Ben, I am joking. You shouldn't be starting for us when we have your hotter though. It depends if he wants to be on the bench. But I think this. It's sorry. It's, it's options though, isn't it? It's options. It's what we keep saying. It's options. Like when we've got a fully fit squad, we're going to be full pelt. We need. Like Marcus has just said there, we need competition for places. Like you said on the last pod, op- options and positions, different systems with different games. Fucking hell, what's going on here? Everyone has a ball to play. It's, it's, it's that. It's that. We need we need players on the bench who are going to come in and not be a drop-off. That's what we've complained about this year. I mean, last year we didn't because we didn't have any injuries, but this year we've seen it. We've had to deal with the injuries. We've had to deal with the replacements, and the replacements aren't up to the standard of the starting eleven. So if we've got that... The more the merrier. Fucking bring them all in. Bring Mbappe and Haaland. Bring the fucking Dax and Pat of them all. We just yeah. need we just need quality on the bench, and that's it. Like, I don't think it's a case of who he replaces. I think it's he replaces them for this game, but he knows he's still going to play at least fucking thirty games this that that season or or whatever. He's still going to play a shitload of games. It just depends on who we're playing and who can um, who can who fits the bill. But uh, Firmino is shit. Like so, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> that's a name, isn't it? It's, it, 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 it's in no, it's it's Giogo Dotter as well. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! Blame well, yeah, here we go. This works for everybody. Is it different teams and different formations? That that works, doesn't it? That's like, that's the, that's the easiest answer. Instead of all the bullshit and all the fucking pulling people's hair, and they can't pull mine. But look at y'all sniping each other. That's that's what you do. Different teams and formations, different teams. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, honestly, that was, again, I'm in a fucking great mood after after that. So let's leave it there, boys and girls, um, because I don't want Matt with his, uh, you know, his head might 
fucking blow for me having him off for me and I'll chat and it needs to go and bash one off over Thiago and uh, yeah, Nat Phillips needs to fucking sort his head, his head bandage out and uh, rest his man of the match trophy on himself. So there you go. And I'm just going to go to sleep. So there we go. Um, yeah, so listen, fucking again, another amazing, amazing fucking uh, show there, boys and girls. Uh, fantastic. Comments were brilliant. Um, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what a pivot is. Uh, watch Friends, because that, that's that's always in there. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good way to explain it, to be fair. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck your signers off here, and you all be pricks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there we go. We'll still be doing some stuff. Um, we'll do a reaction to the Champions League draw. Um, we're going to try and do a live one. Uh, so if anybody's working from home or anything like that, come and join us for the draw. We're not going to do a full fucking watch along from it. We'll probably do the last fucking 10 minutes where they do the fucking bits and pieces. So, yes, we won't be doing that. Uh, and then we've got some cool shows lined up uh, over the uh, international period. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, thanks for joining us again. Little of one. What the fucking hell is, is, is Nat Phillips laughing at? <laughs> 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 Ben is fucking killing my fight now. <laughs> oh my, this, this is going to be the recurring theme now, right? It's yeah. the pivot and it's the Origi and Firmino thing. You know, really, really <laughs> uh, big shout out to Yuki, who is in the county. There's my boy. There's my boy. Uh, yeah, and we'll sign off with that because if I crack on with this lot, these, honestly, we've got, we've got to fucking go. It's fucking school night. Right, see you later, boys and girls. Up the reds. Podcast Network.